It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop, And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Al and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, here we go. We do a podcast Monday, Monday, Monday. The Mamas and the Papas want to sing about them. What's up, Al? Man, Jerry, I forgot to pay my parking until just now. Oh, so did I. Yeah. Oh, damn it. And my, I set an alarm on my phone to go off at 9 o'clock to do my parking, but the alarm, I was in the middle of something. I don't know what. The alarm went off. I hit stop, and I think, well, I'll just remember to go back to it, and then I never went back to it. Yeah, and that, is this on? I can't hear myself. You're on, Jerry. That happens to me routinely where if I don't set the alarm yeah. in my car and I say I'm going to do it when I sit down, I forget. Always. I forgot, and here we are. Damn. Here we are, Jerry. Well, uh, I want to start off the podcast, Jerry, with a story that uh, we talked briefly about in the warm-up show as a tease to the post-game podcast. Oh, yeah. And this was uh, tweeted out by our new boss, Spike Eskin, who will uh, take over for Mark Chernoff. Mark's last day is uh, Wednesday. Right. And then uh, Spike will start sometime uh, within the next two weeks, I believe. Yes. But he had a tweeted out a story about a um, – let me read it to you. Yeah, please, because it's interesting. It is interesting because the headline itself is good as well. I honestly didn't understand it for All a right. while. I, I unfortunately I think I do understand the whole thing. Uh, the headline in uh, New York Post: A bodybuilder wraps penis around rolling pin to finish tattoo bodysuit. So this is a 61-year-old man. 61 years old. He's a bodybuilder. His entire body. Is covered in tattoos. Now, neck down, right? His face is not tattooed. Uh, let's see. I didn't see a picture. Please don't tell me his face is tattooed. Yeah, this is the back of his head. He's bald. Face, yeah, everything. He's the he's, face as well. I can't see the front of his face, but definitely the sides of his face, his neck, God. and that sort of thing. So he's sixty-one doing? years old. He his uh, tattoos on his body. He has spent more than ninety-five hundred dollars on those, over two hundred forty hours of tattooing, and he's from England. Uh, and he did this all in two years. He wanted his, uh, it says he wanted his entire body covered in ink. And he needed to sit through four hours of having his penis and testicles tattooed. Okay. I don't understand the role. I mean. So what has to happen is, Jerry, is they, 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 they took a rolling pin to roll and flatten out his penis so that it could be tattooed correctly. But what happens to the veins? Your penis can get squished and it like in its soft state. I know that. I'm asking about the veins down. though that are inside it. I don't know, Jerry. I mean, this sounds I mean, if you want, you can put it on a table and drop an anvil on it if you want to flatten it. What happens to what's inside it? I don't know. The article says that uh this did have some complications. You think? His testicles swelled up four times their normal size oh, following the four-hour tattoo sitting. I mean, give me, what are we doing? 
I, Al, I'm sorry. I don't. I do not understand this on any level. Oh, I really don't. Quote: There was quite a bit of blood, and it was uncomfortable to walk the next day. Yeah, like what'd you think was going to happen? The man says he was so desperate to get it done. He doesn't like to look in the mirror and see his aging skin. He likes to look young. By putting the tattoos on, he feels he doesn't see the aging skin. There, though? Yes, everywhere. Okay. Listen, you want tattoos, go get tattoos. Again, I don't care. I really don't. Do I think it's silly? Yes. But go for it. The 61-year-old now feels complete. For the first time in his life. You know what I find interesting, too? Uh, I think maybe, maybe we've even spoken about this. People are so, not everybody, but a lot of people are very shy with their bodies. Mm-hmm. You know, you wouldn't just drop your draws for anybody. You wouldn't want to show off like a woman is not just going to unveil her vag area for just anybody. But, boy, you go get a tattoo. Yeah. You're dropping trowel. You're taking the bra off. It's whatever you need. Come on. Come to me. Here's my nipple. Tattoo my nipples. Give me a tattoo. I mean, my God. Yeah, let's put a bunny right past the the, the vagina. Right. Like, and it's like it's nothing to them. I don't know. Like, boy, be a tattoo artist. You must see a lot of good stuff. And probably some scary looking things And some bad stuff, no doubt. Man. And And not only that. Because a lot of private parts are scary looking. Yeah, they can be. Not only that, also think about... Now, there are certainly some very nice places. I've seen some really like high-end looking tattoo parlors. Most, though, look like they're going to murder you when you walk in. <laughs> so it looks like it's a tough crowd. It looks... And I'm sure they're lovely people. I, mean, I, I don't doubt that for a second. But the look of the place can look very tough. You're walking in and you just... No problem taking your top off. Right. You know... Thong down. Yep. Tattoo your ass. Yeah. No, it is. It's amazing. People will. You're right. They'll be like, I would like my vagina tattooed. Here it is. Please tattoo. Well, I hope you got that, Eddie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my Lord. <laughs> Al's a woman. Yeah. And then play that. That's right. Oh, my God. It is a, it is a crazy story. And the whole tattooing thing is very interesting to me. He says he uh, had uh, age spots and scars that he was ashamed of. Now he's proud to go to the nudist beach. Because he's not nude. Right. He's wearing a coat, which is my theory on why strippers and porn stars get covered in tattoos. Because they then feel like they are hiding behind the tattoos and they're not completely exposed. That's my theory. Yeah, And you're probably right in most cases. Not all. I think in most cases you're probably right. Yeah. I mean, I certainly know enough people, and I've told you this, that have had very good upbringings, that have very good lives, but they just love tattoos. Yes. And then there are others, you're right, that they have deep-rooted problems, and that maybe serves as some sort of a release. Yeah, I, w- I would love to read about that. I can't find articles about that anywhere. Yeah, I think because it's basically every kind, but I, I think if I had to make a guess, I would think more people that, not just the one tattoo, but the ones that really cover themselves up, yeah, you might you might be onto something. Yeah, I mean, there's got to be a reason why strippers and porn stars are covered in tattoos. Now, and I'm not aware. Are they all? Not all? No, well, not, nothing is all. But I, I, I'd say if you went to a, a random strip club in New Jersey, yeah, I would say more more dancers would have tattoos than not. Okay, I've not been in a strip club in 20 years. I wouldn't know. You're probably right. Same. Want to go do some research, Jerry? <laughs> sure. Let me call my wife.
See if she wants us to stop by Gogorama or Centerfolds. Gogorama is not Maybe. around anymore, is it? Gogorama? Sure. Oh, maybe it is. Yeah, maybe it is. I know Centerfolds is. I pass it all the time. That's the one uh, circle, right? Yeah. Yeah. That was Frank's Chicken House back in the day, I believe. Is that right? I believe so. I'm almost, I am not 100% on that, but I'm pretty sure that was Frank's Chicken House. Well, that's House. funny. I think so. Uh, Howard Stern, years ago in the 90s, used to talk about Frank's Chicken House. Really? Yeah. Wow. Who knew? Yeah, I did not. I did not know that was there. I did not know that. What else do I have here, Jerry? I don't know. Oh, this is an interesting lawsuit. Ringo Starr, you're familiar with him. Of course. He's the Beatles' uh, drummer. He has dropped a lawsuit against Screaming O Pleasure Products. Screaming O? Pleasure Products. He's dropped a lawsuit that he had against them. What happened they there? They sell a, a line of Ringo penis rings. <laughs> <laughs> I guess without his approval. Well, he filed suit in 2019, objecting to the name of the penis rings. In his complaint, he claimed the brand was identical in appearance, sound, connotation, and pronunciation to his own name. Consumers will likely believe that Ringo Starr is selling these sex toys. And he does not want to be... Aligned with these sex toys. Oh, yeah. I'm would looking at it. Would you really think Ringo Starr was selling sex toys? Uh, I would not. And the first thing I... My Lord, look at the some Ringo of these collection. products. I I'll, never understood the 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 ring that go on your schween. For what I, purpose? Well, I think you would have to feel that first to know. Feel what? Put what it on? that does for the woman's pleasure. The ring? Yeah. The ring's not for you. I think it might be for you. It's not. The I do. I think it is. How? Well, I th- we sound like two morons right now. <laughs> My understanding of these rings is that you get aroused. Designed to stimulate the woman oh. with pinpointed pleasure while turning the unit into a vibrating toy. Oh, okay. That's what these Ringo rings are? Yeah. They're... they're- they're called C-rings. I'm not saying it. Yeah. I am not saying it. Well, those I, I had thought, and I've never used one, I had thought that the man wore one in order to keep the blood flow fully going. Maybe. You might be right about that. Maybe I don't know. Maybe it works both ways. Because the... <laughs> what? Well, tell you, some of these products. Oh, my Lord. This is unbelievable, dude. There's so many sex toys. Holy moly. Yeah, I'm like on page five right now. Of sex toys? Yeah. And not only that, this website, not only do they sell this stuff, they also have like how-to tutorials. This is the Ringo Starr website? Screaming O. Screaming O? Yeah. Wow. Like there's one here. I don't understand how that goes in there. Right. I'd love to do live reads for Screaming O products. I would too. Hi there. Al Dukes here for Screaming O. The problem is you have to uh, say a couple of things, like for the products. Oh. Like you'd have to talk about a C-ring. Right. I don't want to do that. All right. But then how you can do the reads? Very creatively. You could do remote vibrating panties. Remote vibrating panties. That's interesting. I guess you, go you out get to a dinner with control, your significant yes. other and you yes. turn on. around while she's eating salmon. This is un. I'm sorry, dude. This is ridiculous. Wow. We have put a lot of scientific work into sex toys. Like, I've been a lot of research has gone into these. I sure. Bet, I would think. Yeah. 
I don't understand what this is. Yeah. Oh, it's another C-ring. Okay. It's got, <laughs> it's got colors, though, in it. Oh, okay. That's a green one. They also have blue. I wonder if any of them light up. Well, they're lit up. Oh, they did. I think that's up. it. Oh, okay. I think that's, or maybe not. Maybe that's just the way they look. I'm not sure now. They only have, like, one thing here for him pleasure. Right. Why is that? Why do we not get pleasure, Jerry? <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, Al. <laughs> Come on, dude. Uh, they have the Vibro Man. Vibro Man? What does he I do? I don't know. I honestly, I don't know what this is. Oh. I have no idea. You know, By the way, you are right. There is a ring for guys. You are right about that. The one I was looking at was designed for the woman. Okay, so there's a ring for men that helps you. I guess. Be careful. Stay in the Eddie's going to go nuts with this. Right. Wow. This is like, okay. All right. Why don't, we, why don't we start an affiliate program? How so? Just tweet out links and make money on purchases. Use promo code Al. <laughs> no, Al and Jerry. Use promo code Al and Jerry for let's a free make, ring. Let's make some money. <laughs> because you know why? That's the perfect thing that you really can't advertise. No one advertises that stuff. Right, on. you can't advertise It's got to be done online, and mm-hmm. people buy it in the privacy of their own home, and it gets delivered to them. Right. That's something that we could push with our audience. I would think mostly men in their 30s and 40s. They can buy the stuff for their wives right. or girlfriends or for themselves. Or for themselves. Promo code Alan Jerry. Use promo code. I would just use that on any website, see if it works. No matter what <laughs> website you go to. We start getting royalties in the mail. <laughs> promo code Alan Jerry. <laughs> that would be tremendous. I'm excited for our shirts to go out, or the Alan Jerry warm-up show shirts. Good. Uh, I'm looking forward to one. I, d- I met a uh, gentleman on the Asbury Park boardwalk who told me he purchased a shirt and nice. a mug. Oh, very cool. Yeah. So very it was very nice. Cool. I like that. Yep. I'm excited about these shirts. Yeah. My, my wife did not understand the concept of us not getting anything for them. <laughs> I was thinking of that today. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm all for, I'm, I love to have our show on shirts. Yeah, I think it's great. I think it's cool. But I, as I was driving in today, I read actually an interesting article. Uh, Izzo pointed it out to me. It was on the Jason Barrett Sports Media mm-hmm. website. And oh, it was. Oh, I was supposed to send him something. Crap. I Go think ahead, you I'm still sorry. have time. All right. Go ahead. I think they're publishing Wednesday, so yeah. you may still have time. All right. Um, I was on his website about getting talent and those more involved in things other than radio. Yeah. And how most of the contracts for radio people, they're they're paid and bonused on their performance on the radio. Mm-hmm. And that if you want them to help drive up digital numbers and do digital things and sell merchandise Bingo. that you should incentivize them. Agreed. That's what Barstool does so well. Right. Because yeah. imagine if you got, let's say, a dollar for every shirt. Yeah. You'd probably be tweeting it a hell of a lot more. Sure. I would think about it. Like, I you don't... would think about it. Right. It would cross your mind more. Like, the first thing I just thought of when you said you're excited for the shirts and yeah. your friend's going to buy a mug was, I should go out there and, just as a reminder, I haven't done it in a while. Right. Tweet it out. But if you are getting, not getting rich from it by right. any stretch, but if the mug's 20 bucks, if we each got a dollar... I think we're all still doing okay. Right. And I think we'd think about it more because yes, you would see something it from it. I right. do agree with that. And you'd be more incentivized to create more things and push more things. Yeah. I and think what they, that's well, true. they were saying also in this article that like uh, talent is gets bonused by hitting certain ratings goals. Right, right, right. So if you were bonused on hitting certain um, 
social media goals sure. or video views or T-shirt sales. That's yeah. another way to do it. No oh, doubt. It's a pretty good idea. I think it's a great idea. And it, it's also the type of idea that you're not paying them for not doing anything. Right. We'd be getting paid based on... Other money coming the in. The success. Yeah. Yeah. And what they've made. You're not promising money that might not happen. Right. We hit this. We're in a good place. Now we'll start to send some your way. That's a great, I think it's a great idea. Yeah. Let's call Spike. I'll f- no, what I'll do is just forward the article. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. All right, Jerry, let's do the warm-up show. Let's, Because you've done, I would say, too much today, Jerry. You did the warm-up show. You did four hours uh, filling in for Geo. Now you've done this. It's, I did think about that before. You've done plenty. Like, should I have Chris do the warm-up show when I'm doing the show with, with Boomer? Okay. No, I agree. I just, I, you know, it's a, it's a, it's enough. It's a I lot. do like doing the show with CeeLo, but it'll be too many. It's a, uh, I like doing it with you better. All right. Well, that's very nice of you to say that. Yes. And you're, and he might be out Friday. You're out Friday. I got to find out who's working with me Friday. Right. You do. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. It's still Holy early, cow. Jerry. It's only Monday. <laughs> Warm up show is next. See ya. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Jerry, don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. Well, we've reached that point. It's Monday, we start a new week. It is the warm-up show brought to you by Carney Bank, your bank for today. For tomorrow, visit CarneyBank.com for details. We've got the Eddie Scazzeri here, and to my left, I've got Al Eduardo Dukes. What's up, man? Good morning, Jerry. Uh, This is going back a few days, but I'm proud of myself. I watched two periods of hockey. Nice. I watched the second and third period of the final uh, Lightning Islanders game. Good for you. Shocking. Like, hockey's frustrating to watch because it's just no one scores. Like, I saw nobody score in two periods. In a game like that, that was a rough one if you're looking for scoring. Um, But the action to me was awesome. A lot of shots, a lot of chances. But it's tough. I mean, that's also... Playoff hockey, like the the last five minutes of that game where the Islanders are fighting for their lives. Yes. Is the desperation, the effort, it's just a, it's, I think it's great. I know a lot of people don't like it, but it is what it is. I didn't mind it. I, I had it on there for two periods. It kept me engaged. Uh, yeah, I would hope so. The thing I like, do like about hockey versus the other sports, there was like no stop in the action. Right. It kept going and kept going. And, kept, and when there was five minutes left, there were five minutes left. You it didn't it. take 20 minutes to get through the thing. I have always said, and I... I love football as much as anybody. I love baseball as much as anybody. Um, but I've also, you know, been raised watching hockey, and I enjoy that sport a great deal. It amazes me that people will sit there and say, nobody cares about blah, 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 all that crap. I, I, I've said this forever. It drives me nuts. But yet we'll talk about baseball, which I love. But let's be honest. A random game on Tuesday night's boring and slow. Football, between every play, you've got 45 seconds of nothing. They say 11 minutes of action in, right. in football. And hockey is 60 minutes up and down. Even in a slow game with no scoring, it doesn't stop. And I, I just, I don't understand. Well, and actually, funny, it's funny you say that. I tweeted out the other night, like, I just don't understand why it's not more popular. Now, a lot of people said, 
too expensive. The kids don't play. Okay, well, it was too expensive for me too, and I wasn't allowed to play. We we bought sticks for $10, and we ran around in sneakers in the street. That's how I played hockey. I was never allowed to play ice hockey. I never played roller hockey. We loved it, though. Also but, doesn't make any sense because all kids play soccer, and then nobody cares about soccer when right? they grow up. So Right, so that argument doesn't really hold weight either. To your point, there's so much action in the game, and yet we sit there and make, I can't see the puck. Shut up. We've got high-definition televisions that are 50 inches wide. You can watch the game. So I don't know. I don't get it, but it is what it is. Well, kind of embarrassing that the two of those games, the the Islanders didn't even score <laughs> in two full games. <laughs> that is one of the best what? teams we've seen in a long time Who? with the, one of the best goalies. <laughs> the, the Lightning? Yeah, they won the Stanley Cup last year. Yeah, I, yeah but They still. are loaded with talent, and they that goalie no is... Goals. The goalie's tremendous. Twice? You, yeah, they got shut out twice. You know, hey, listen, I watched Ronaldo yesterday get shut out, and thankfully, because I picked them to lose. Ronaldo? Yes. Soccer? soccer. He's the greatest player on the planet. They didn't score. Then part of me was like, when I was watching the Islander game, I was like, oh, it would be cool if the Islanders won and then they go to the sure. Stanley Cup. But then another part of me, as a radio producer, Jerry, who's concerned about ratings, I start to think, like, do we need two more weeks of hockey talk? Because Boomer gets hardcore well, into hockey. He Yes, he does. And yet at the same time, it's still not four hours of it. Yeah, it's a it's, lot, though. It's never going to be that. It's never going to be Yankees in the World Series you're going to talk about it for sure, and we'll discuss it and kind of wrap it up this morning, but it's two weeks, and that's all it would be. And I think if they won the Stanley Cup, leaving the Coliseum, I actually think people get into it a little bit. But I wonder, like, for a radio audience, because you got to think, okay, what percentage of the radio listening audience watches hockey and follows hockey? I don't know. I don't know. And then from there, what percentage is an Islander fan? Don't know. Like, you're really breaking it down. Yeah, sure. I mean, I this, this also goes to your point, which we've talked many times, about when you have a one-topic show about one team. And the good and the bad of New York, the good is you've got a million teams. The bad is if the storyline for four hours of the Yankees, why is the Met fan listening? It's a tough balance. And at the same time, if you get away from what the main story is, are you really doing your job? It's not easy. Man, these are gonna be so, these will be good meetings with our new boss. Spike. They would, yeah. I mean, oh, he Let's gave he gave brain, us a good Jerry. one for the for the podcast, dude. Oh, he gave us a good story. Did you see that story he tweeted about? I did. We'll cover it later Oof. on about a man uh, using a. Uh, I don't even what, understand what he. Did. I think I think I do know what he what he. Let's just say did. this: it has something to do with his private parts, a rolling pin, and tattoos. Right. Is that fair. He used the rolling pin. Right. In order to flatten out. The area. area that he wanted to get tattooed. Yeah. So we'll discuss that in the pod. That's called the podcast teams. Yeah. Woo-hoo. Woo-hoo. Was right. I can't even whistle. That's tremendous. Yeah. So that was what, that was my dilemma when I was watching Friday Night Jerry's. I, I did want the Islanders to score. I did want them to win. But then when they lost, I was like, all right, well, we'll do hockey talk on Monday and with the with booms it. and we'll be done with it. Yeah. I guess the same could be said what happened with the Brooklyn Nets, right? Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Because they are, they're not as popular as the Knicks. And if they were playing... The Hawks right now, we would be talking about it. Yeah. Again, I don't think for four hours, clearly, but there is still a topic. I did see that uh, my friend Mike Calta, who hosts a, a morning show down in Tampa mm-hmm. on The Bone. The Bone. 102.5 The Bone. Uh, he went when is going after Geo because Geo tweeted that the Tampa fans are the worst sports fans ever. Why is that? And yet they get it. 
Why is what? Why are Tampa fans the worst? He just fans says ever? He, that's what Geo tweeted that they're the worst ever, and yet they get a hockey championship, baseball yeah. championship, football championship. Well, they didn't win baseball. They won the American League. American League. They were the. Uh, they won the pennant. They wound up losing the World Series to the Dodgers. But you're right. They won the Stanley Cup last year. They're probably going to win the Stanley Cup this year. They won the Super Bowl last year. They still have Tom Brady. Very well might win it again. I would say we could call Tampa Titletown right now. Yes, you can, Jerry. The other, the other interesting thing I noticed on a Friday night while watching this Islander game was that both uh, coaches were wearing masks. Yeah, they've been doing that all season. It's just, and I, and and you know, I, I took a photo of it, I screen grabbed it, mm-hmm. and, and asked why these guys were wearing masks. Okay, considering seventeen thousand people in the stands yeah, had no sure. masks on, no players had masks on, and after the game, both coaches took their masks off to shake everybody's hands and hug and kiss them. <laughs> right. Boy, I got to tell you, there are still on social media a ton of mask people that were yelling at me for even questioning why someone would wear a mask, that they're still wearing masks. I mean, what is going on in the world? I don't know. I don't. But but that has been the case in a lot of games where the and I don't know if it's for a. I don't know why. To be honest, it makes no Especially sense. If like you say, you're going to take it off at the end. Right. Like, be consistent. Like, that's all you want in life is right. consistency. Right, so, but, but it also didn't make sense that <laughs> you're surrounded by 17,000 people with no masks on. I'm with you. What are we doing? I don't, ask them. I don't know. It's so dumb. Want to get Barry Trotz on and ask him? Uh, I, I, would I be able to hear? He's probably got his <laughs> mask on now. But yet when I, I tweeted it out, the amount of people that came after me for questioning why they would? Why wouldn't they be wearing a mask? I'm like, I don't know, because seventeen thousand people around them were breathing on them. Right. What are we doing? I don't know. Nor do I care, to be quite honest. I saw people, random people, walking on the boardwalk with a mask on. Yeah. What are you doing? And in stores, you got some places people have masks on, some people don't. Right, but I'm saying outdoors, walking I, alone. Yeah, I don't outdoors, know. I ask them. Go up to them is, with the camera and ask them. What is their problem? How about that? Sir, sir, can I talk to you, please? What are you doing? Right. What are you doing? Why don't you do that? Have Gina roll the camera, get their permission, I and do interview a mask, them. I do a, uh, a man on the street mask question. Yes. Why are you in a mask outdoors with no one? If that makes them comfortable, who cares? Like, who gives a crap? But you Let could say wear, that. Put uh, a helmet on and walk I, around. What I, do I care? But we, like, well, why do you care about that? Like, and I and they, maybe this is a character flaw of mine. But you could say okay? that. You could listen to the problem with with the nobody cares comment about things. You could say that about anything. Correct. And this I, entire I, as, format, as I was of about to say, is who cares? As, well, you hope people are listening, and those people care. My my point is, and uh, as I've said to you before, I've said on podcast, I've told you, and I, again, it probably is a character flaw, and I think it really happened when my kids were born. I don't care what people do. I really don't. But you do. I, but I don't. I don't. You do. How? Give me an example. But you you care about lots of things. I care a lot of things that happen in my house that involve me and my family. So if, if all of a sudden everyone out, I was wearing motorcycle helmets on the streets. Go ahead. Look you like an alien. You would, but, but I'm saying you wouldn't even question it. I'd that laugh. Why is everyone wearing uh, helmets? Would I question it? Maybe. Yeah. Would I care about it and obsess over it? And absolutely not. All right. Absolutely not. I see people wear masks all the time, whether it's outside or inside. And I was like, all right, they're still wearing a mask. Well, good for them. It doesn't matter to me. It really doesn't. There are t- I got to tell you, I miss the mask sometimes. Why is that? Because I like not being able to be seen. <laughs> To be quite honest, like even Eddie like wears a mask. Eddie wears a mask in the office by himself. 
For what reason? I don't know. He's right there. Ask him. What reason, Eddie? Well, I believe that's still our uh, company guideline. No, no. Only in the hallways is the guidelines. Oh, well, uh, okay. I, I don't, you know. It's just weird. It's just I, You know, if bizarre. I have it on because I'm coming up in the elevator, I don't even think to, like, take it off. Really? Yeah. I just, uh, you know, because, again, I, it's like I'm with Jerry. It doesn't bother me. All right. And I'm not thinking about it, I guess. You're not thinking about breathing through that mask? N- no. no. I don't I mean, believe that for two seconds. Do you wear it in your house? No. Why? Because it's my house. <laughs> We've all gone insane. Well, again, but I thought, insane. That, you know, once a company says you don't have to wear it, I won't wear it. And the, building, the building doesn't even require it anymore. They don't? I no. thought they did. They took all the signs down in the front where it's I didn't even put, notice. Put, put a true? mask on. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know what? That, 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 that uh, please approach temperature thing is gone. Too. Gone. It's all gone. Coronavirus is over, bro. But I guess people want to wear masks the rest of their life. Let them wear a mask. Including NHL head coaches for no and reason. And Allie was wearing hers just now, too. I give up on the world. I'm quitting the world. All right. See ya. All right. Nothing. <laughs> I just find it humorous. Like, you claim nothing bothers you. That's so not true, That's Jerry. That's not There's true. Nothing bothers you. There are that a lot of things you. that I don't care about. But there are a lot of things that do bother you, and you say nothing but I don't, bothers but you. But I don't obsess over you them. You do. I don't. I'll start pointing them out. Go ahead. Start. I'm listening. Well, I can't. I, you know, now, here's my, now, here's, if you bring something this, up that bothers I'll you, you, I'll bring it up. I will give you my biggest pet peeve in life. Yes. And, and this is, and it bothers a lot of people when I say this. Yeah. Because of oh, it's my opinion. An opinion that has no basis in fact. That pisses me off. Someone that has this gigantic, and that's where the whole yelling at you with the <laughs> fraud. I hate when people that don't have facts behind or any knowledge about a topic, but they've got this amazing opinion about it. I'll use <laughs> like that. That drives me crazy. So whether that is coaching my baseball team okay. and I've got a parent that thinks their kid is Babe Ruth, yet the kid is batting 050 and they want to know why the kid's not batting cleanup. Like, what is that opinion based on? Because here are the facts and your opinion means nothing. Or, and I love this one, this is why I stay out of politics, I don't know anything about it. Hence, you're not going to get an opinion from me on whoever. Because I don't, there's nothing there. It's an opinion based on nothing. So what does it mean? Nothing. And yet, we're so outspoken about things. And Twitter's the biggest problem. People just yell at you, and they don't know anything about you. That is probably my biggest pet peeve in life. And I think that's what makes the world suck, quite frankly. So what we know, though, about the hockey coaches, the mask is to protect other people, not the two head coaches. That's what we've been told. Okay. So the two head coaches are protecting 17,000 other people. Is that know. what we're to believe? I get. I don't know. I I don't know. I, I don't know. Ask them. I don't know. But that know. we do know. We actually, that's what we've been told for a year and a half, that the mask is to protect others. So the two head coaches in hockey are wearing masks to protect 17,000 people in the stands. It's bizarre. I would say that that's silly if okay. that's the case. So that we could agree on. Oh, we could agree. I'm not arguing that fact. I Seems just I don't, like it. I don't give a crap about it. You want to wear a mask? Wear, have sex with a mask on. Don't care. I don't. Homeless people, wear a mask and go to sleep on the street. Don't care. Well, but I guess it's this idea that we're, we're putting out this image, the NHL is, that look at us protecting... I think their images were protecting the two older head coaches, but people wear masks to protect other people. We've been told the mask doesn't protect you. I think we've been told so many different things. No one knows what the hell so is going on. So the two head coaches are wearing a mask 
in an arena of 17,000 people, it doesn't make sense. But yet we just keep going on like this is all normal behavior. It's bizarre. You, I'm not being funny. You should get into politics. This is not politics. No, 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 no. But I'm saying like you, I think you have different, we've been led to believe different things. Yeah. About this whole situation. You seem to have a beat on it. I mean, the fact that we still have people not coming to work. What are you doing? Come to work. Moose and Maggie are back today. Oh, my goodness. Thank God. <laughs> I hope they're wearing a helmet. I want Moose in a helmet and, and a mask. they do, I wouldn't And care. sunglasses. In I'd case laugh at them and move on. I want sunglasses on Moose. Goggles. <laughs> Here's one thing that's not crazy. I've been in my condo for one year. I bought it last year. It's already worth more than I paid for it. So stop paying rent and build equity with Carney Bank. You deserve to make money on your investment. Carney Bank was my choice and made my entire mortgage process very easy. You want to go with someone you can trust and actually get on the phone when you have questions. I trust them, and you can too. Visit CarneyBank.com slash mortgages. That's CarneyBank.com slash mortgages. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. All right, just getting started. We still got a lot to do. The Yankees suck, the Mets are boring, uh, and the Islanders are out. And the Knicks should make a big trade. So a lot more to do, plus we've had a brouhaha this week that Al never even brought up. Of course, I didn't know about it till this morning. So we'll discuss that and more of the warm-up show straight ahead on The Fan. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact. So jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Al and Jerry. Long-time tag team champion. All right, great to have you with us. The warm-up show until 6 o'clock. The boom's in then. Uh, not a great weekend for the Yankees as they got swept. The Mets are boring, by the way. Uh, they did split two with the Phillies only because the Phillies' bullpen is horrific. And, uh, yeah, all that going on. couple similarities, Jerry, between the Mets and Yankees this weekend. One, their dominant pitcher, Garrett Cole and Jacob deGrom, both not great. Uh, DeGrom a lot better than Cole. Yes. I mean, hello. DeGrom a lot better than Cole. But Cole was terrible yesterday. Both uh, gave up some runs. Then you had... Well, uh, Cole gave up six in like a couple of innings. DeGrom gave up two over three, uh, over six innings. Yeah, two over six Not innings. Not quite the same. Uh, Cole gave up four in the first inning. Yes, he did. Uh, the first pitch. First pitch home run. But And then they both got beat down by pitchers that were previously on their teams. Yes, Zach Wheeler and Nathan Navaldi. Yeah, correct. I was putting a couple. I was putting a couple things together there, Jerry. You yes, see that? Oh, yes, absolutely. Oh yeah. But you know what's amazing about the Mets series? Yes. If you watched any of it, they got in four games against Philly starting pitching. How many runs did they score? Not in many total? runs. One. One run. They did the two games they won. They won off the bullpen, and the two games they lost, they didn't do anything after the starting pitcher was out. And so Zach Wheeler was awesome yesterday. But that said. The Mets are like terrible offense. They're the worst. Like I'm, I'm making this up. Statistically, on what's today, June 27th, 28th. I don't know what today is. Today's the 28th. They Monday. are, I believe, statistically the worst offensive team in Major League Baseball. Is that right? I'm pretty sure they're the worst team in baseball in, in scoring runs. I think the Pirates score more runs than them. They're awful. How do we fix that? Uh, 
Go make a trade. Go find someone that can hit the ball. You know, get these guys back. I mean, J.D. Martinez, where's he? And where is he? I think he's going to start a rehab start this week, but he's been gone forever. They're not good. I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. I did see Friday night the Mets struck out uh, 10 times in a row. Uh, to start, Was it to start the game? No, it wasn't to start the game. That was the first game against Aaron Nola, and it was 10 straight that tied the Siebel record. From 1970. Really? Now, 1970. Let's do the years on that. It's 80, 51 years. 90, 51 years yeah. of a record stood. Correct. And, and it didn't get broken, <laughs> which would have been, we didn't need to see that happen. Yeah, but it would have been 11 straight. But that didn't happen. But he did tie it, yeah. And that, but that goes to show the Mets just are not very good offensively right now. Yeah, not very good. And then we're getting, of course, the classic. Now I Googled this, that George Steinbrenner's been dead 11 years yeah. now. So that's a, more than a decade. Sure. People are still doing the, if George were alive today. Well, if George were alive today, Aaron Boone would have been fired two years ago. Brian Cashman would have been fired six years ago. And you would have had like three different managers and three different GMs already. Right. But he's dead. He's not around. He's passed away. Right. 11 years ago. It's his son that runs the team, his, and he's a little more passive. Not as aggressive. Uh, no, not even close. So I, I did read, or the yes, that Brian Cashman said he had reached out looking for deals, but there are no deals to be done They're going to have to give up a lot to get something. What What do they need to get? Uh, I would say, so I'm going to give credit, and I'm, I'm, I'm saying this because I think it was Joel Sherman that wrote the article today in the Post about bringing up Estevan Florial, who's their one of their top prospects. He's a center fielder. The, the Yankees need a center fielder. I mean, Aaron Judge can play center field, but they need a legit center fielder. Brett Gardner way past his prime. Aaron Hicks is dead. I don't know where he is. He's injured, and I don't know when he's coming back or if he's Forgot coming about back. about him. Right, exactly. <laughs> um, Clint Frazier's been bad. I know he had a hit yesterday, but he's been bad. Giancarlo Stanton apparently is too brittle to play the outfield. And so when you look at the Yankees, I think they need a center fielder. Where are they going? I would say Floriel. And I'm going to give credit to Evan Roberts, Mr. Baseball around here. He has been calling for the Yankees to bring up Floriel now for three weeks. So I'm not necessarily ripping that from Joel Sherman as much as I think Evan's been on this for literally at least three weeks, maybe longer. And I think that's the first move they make. So what, make. Wha- what do they have to do in order to do that? They got to get bring get him up, so, but get do they have to get someone off their roster to bring? Well, him for sure, up? when you bring, you got to replace someone on the yeah. roster. All right, so bring him up. Let's go get him here. Get him here. Doesn't matter sense. how. Makes a ton of sense. Ton of yes. Sense. Then you could always make a trade, which is not going to be cheap. And you look at like the bad teams in baseball, which I actually went through this morning. There's not a lot out there. Not a lot of bad teams. No, there's bad teams, but in terms of what you, I would say the Yankees what you need. You need. You need a legit – I hate to say this. You need a legit shortstop because Labor Torres, he's not. He should be playing second base. You need a shortstop. You need a center fielder. If you think you have your center fielder, now you're going to go find the shortstop. Good luck. What about pitchers? I don't – They got pitchers, Jerry? They've pitched fine. All right. You know, I. You know, they're not – I mean, they're bang, you, can always, you can always get more pitching. Answer me this question, and I'll tell you if you need more pitching. Got it. With the sticky stuff out of baseball, is that what Garrett Cole is from yesterday, or is he the pitcher we saw for the first couple months in last year? I think we've got to see another start. Right, which is why I can't answer the question. You're going to go out and get, like, another ace pitcher. But you can always use pitching, so I would never turn that down. All right. But at the end of the day, you got to score more runs. Get some runs. Get some runs. Get some pitching. Yeah, and you got to play better defense. Even yesterday, you know, you got Torres up the middle, the ball that she should throw the guy out, and he pulls Voight off the base. He got the play where it would have been a nice play. He goes to his right. He throws it into the, the, the photographer's box, gives the guy second base. 
They're, they're, I don't know. They're just not a great team. Was it uh, Clint Frazier playing right field yesterday? Yeah. How about that throw home? Yeah. He, I know. He threw a ball home that ended up ha- more than halfway up the third baseline. Yeah. It was it was probably about 30, 35 feet up happen? the line. How does that He's a professional baseball I player. don't know. Wasn't even close. Yeah, it wasn't But that close. goes to your point. Send the guy. Send everybody. They're, you're going to get thrown out once in a while because yes. they will make great plays. But you see it. Yeah. I'd, Send them. I'd be a very aggressive third base coach. Oh, I know you would. Send them. Yeah. I, a guy I used to coach with would send the kid every single time. <laughs> and you know what? Probably made it eight out of ten times. Right. When they were out, boy, they were out. And I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, my bad. But, boy, you know, a lot of times the throws, the relays, something gets screwed up along the way and you score. Yeah. It Which, shouldn't happen at that level, though. Right. Not throwing the ball halfway up the third baseline. Exactly. Now, the Angels come to town. Tonight, Jerry. Yeah. Uh, they're pitching somebody named Dylan King Kong Bundy. Yeah, he's from the uh, Dylan Bundy pitch for the Orioles, I believe, for a while. And Michael King. I feel like Michael King pitches a lot. I know well, it's a certain rotation, but I feel like every time I go to... We, when we did the warm-up show Wednesday, I think we talked about yeah, Michael King. I feel like every time I put one of these uh, starting pitcher sheets together, I'm yeah, like, Michael King again. Again. Well, you haven't been here since Thursday. I'm That's just true. I want to see how long. I know Bundy pitched for the Orioles. I want to see how long. Uh, let's see. Dylan Bundy has been blah, 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 blah. So he pitched for the Orioles, yeah, for the last one, two, three, four, five years. And he's been with the Angels last year and this year. Oh, he's great. He's one in seven. <laughs> ERA of seven. Perfect. <laughs> but, but hold on. Eduardo Rodriguez, who pitched for the Red Sox yesterday, hadn't won a game in eight starts. And he shut him down. Also, oh, maybe if Dylan Bundy. All right, here we go. Bet him. Bet MGM. Sure thing. Bet of the day. Oh, I'm taking the Yankees. Oh, I thought you were going to take nope. Dylan King Kong Bundy. Nope. Yankees will win tonight by a lot. So I'm taking them. All right. Minus the one and a half. Not just half run. Not money line. We're going minus run and a half. I got to come up with a second game. All right, but you like uh, Michael King to dominate. And I'll tell you this. Dylan King Kong Bundy. If they don't beat King Kong Bundy tonight, that game's at home. Yeah. It's at the stadium. Mm -hmm. If they don't beat this kid up tonight. You're calling for. I think someone's got to be fired. You're calling. You're going to. Something has to happen. We'll come in tomorrow. We'll go with George Steinbrenner. No, I won't say that. I won't say that. I won't do that. You can do that. If George Steinbrenner (laughs) hasn't been passed away for 11 years, he would have fired everybody twice over. You got to fire somebody. You got, you if got to Dylan King Kong Bundy team. shuts them down tonight? Like if, if Dylan Bundy goes seven innings of one-run ball yeah. tonight, close-up shop. Close-up shop. Just He's got it. an ERA of seven. Well, listen, he's got to catch on at some point, Jerry. This could be this could be the cure for him. Now, listen, they lose 9-8, but they do their job against Bundy. Fair enough. Then Michael King was bad and the bullpen stunk. All right. So as long as they beat up King Kong Bundy, you're good. Yes, but I'm still going to say that the Yankees are the sure thing better tonight. Nice. You just got to team that up with something. Yes, because there's going to be no value to that. No Although value, minus right. a run and a half, there will be more than just straight money line. But yes. All right. That's what I would say. Dylan. You want to jump in on that buddy. with me? Uh, no, I'm not. I like the bet baseball. No. Okay. I bet a... soccer yesterday. <laughs> and won. How do you even know what you're doing I don't. to bet soccer? I don't. So remember remember the name Dallin Cuff? I did uh, basketball games at Columbia yes. for seven years. Good friend of mine. He is now at ESPN, uh, and he does. He's a college basketball analyst, and he's also he's huge into the European soccer. They've made him a European soccer analyst. Nice. So I saw him tweet yesterday about 11 a.m. I don't even remember the teams, 
the first game, he's like, take the under goals two and a half, and then you're going to take, shoot, who was it? I forget. The Netherlands? I forget. The Netherlands? To beat Portugal. I think it was the Netherlands to beat Portugal. I forget. And, you know. Uh, No, it was the Czech. uh, Who won yesterday? Czech Republic. Well, the Czechs. Who would Portugal lose to? Belgium. Belgium. And it was to take Belgium to beat Portugal. So I wrote, I tweeted back at him, I don't know anything about this, but what the hell, let's give it a shot. And so I bet those two things as a parlay and won. Nice. Not bad. I don't, and I was, and here's what's crazy. Me, Mr. I hate soccer. I played it, didn't like it, let alone watch it. I had the TV out on the deck yesterday, and my wife comes out and goes, what are you doing? I was watching the Belgium game. After the, I got the under, because it was 2 nothing was the first game. Like, all right, we got the under 2.5. I put the Belgium game on ABC, and I was on the deck having, <laughs> I was having some Corona lights and <laughs> watching soccer <laughs> and rooting against Portugal and Ronaldo. And winning cash, Jerry. And you know what's crazy about cash. that? Cash. It was one nothing Belgium, and Portugal hits the post with about four minutes to go. I'm like, we're winning. You must have been excited when it hit the post. I was. You know what's frustrating, though? The time's up, and they keep playing. Why? It's called extra time. I Again, I don't understand. Yeah, I don't I, get it. Yeah, it's whatever. I so, don't get it, Jerry. I think we got to take a break. All right. Uh, Al's got a lot more to do. It's 536, and then Boomer joins us on a Monday on The Fan. Al and Jerry, keto-friendly and GMO-free. Oh, yeah, we love those keto freaks. Good stuff. I got friends that are doing that. Not bad. Coming up on a quarter to six. That's how close we are to Boomer Asias and joining us top of the hour. G does have the week off. Good for him. Enjoy the nice weather. What else you got, Al? Did you see that woman at the uh, Tour de France? I did. Who started a uh, pileup and yeah. uh, they're looking for her now. They want to arrest her. She was holding a sign to try to get on TV, I guess. Okay. Uh, I saw this quickly, yeah, and I didn't know if that was the case or she was just there cheering them on and just took an extra step too far. She was she was there with some sort of sign, right. in some foreign language, and she s- stepped into the road to point it towards the camera, and then the bikes hit her. But that first biker too that got steamrolled. Is got he, steamrolled. Have you seen it? Has, is he okay? I'm not sure if he's okay, but I know that uh, it is a woman they're looking for. She has escaped, though, Jerry. Do that, but they have to know who she is. Uh, they aren't saying if they do know who she is. They aren't saying. They say she could uh, go to jail, a year in prison. Well, she definitely she caused the quite the, quite the stir. Yeah. Now, all like people are like, what is she doing right now? Hiding, I guess. I guess. I, I don't know. I don't know. All the I know crazy is, bike people are going to be after her. Yeah. I mean, she really caused a hell of a crash yeah. and back up and a wreck. And it's, I mean, dangerous as hell. I mean, they, you know, that's the thing about, you know, on a bike race, the, the bikers are so tight and close to one another. One guy goes down, they all go down, as yes. we saw. Yeah. And then the guys that were ahead of them, you could tell that they heard the commotion because they're kind of like looking over the shoulder. Like, and the one guy's face is like, what the hell? Like, yeah. Not good. Big pile. It was very important to get your signs on TV, though. So if you got to get in the way of some bikers, yeah. that has to happen. Now, when Craig sat behind home plate and he was wearing the mask, did he have signs? No signs. He didn't have signs. He was doing, uh, like, uh, the strike calls. From Major League. From Major League, yeah. I remember that. I don't mm-hmm. know why I felt like he had a sign. Too. Yeah. I guess not. If you knew who this woman was, would you turn her in, Jay? <sighs> is she a friend of mine? Uh, no, you know who she is, but she's you don't. Is there a reward? <laughs> <laughs> but if you get the reward, then they'll know you turned her in. 
Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I'd have to be put in that situation. Mm. I'm really not sure. You would, I know for sure. I probably would. Of course you would. But I'd call. What if it was Eddie? If it was Eddie? Mm, no, I would not call it Eddie. Okay, thank God. But if it was someone else, like a coworker that I wasn't close to, like a salesperson. Right, sure. I probably, I would Danny call... Chachinoff, he's going to jail. <laughs> he's going to jail. <laughs> right to jail. Sales guy, right to jail. Saleswoman, send to jail. You out. <laughs> You're out. Out of here. That's pretty funny. <laughs> yep. Did you, by the way, did you, speaking of crashes and weird uh, sites, did you see the brawl from the Mexican League I showed you? I did go uh, and you look at the it. video of the brawl from the Mexican League where uh, the pitcher uh, drilled the batter and yes. the batter came out and whipped the bat out. <laughs> he, he missed him. He did miss. But he threw the bat at him. He missed terrible. He wasn't even close. Which mean, which tells me he probably wasn't trying to hit him with the yeah. bat, but he was trying to hit him with his helmet, which he then threw at him. <laughs> I got to tell you, that would probably eliminate, in the Major League Baseball, guys throwing at each other if the batters whipped their bats at them. Sure. But you probably get suspended. Or arrested. Or arrested. I do think that that's possible. To be arrested for throwing a bat at somebody? I, do, I, think, if, I think if a batter, because they've talked about this in hockey, well, I shouldn't say that they'd be arrested, but I think you could have that conversation. I think if a batter got hit, and I understand you're just responding to what just happened, if you took the bat and actually hit the guy and injured him, I th- yeah, I think there's a chance you could. You think there could be a lawsuit? I think there could. I do. And go to jail. It's possible. Yeah. Would you rather go to jail for hitting? I'd rather a, not go to jail. A pitcher with a bat or for causing a crash at the yeah. I'd toward the front. I, I see. I'd rather not go to jail, see. so I'll probably stay away from both of those things. You'll, you'll eliminate both of those. Yes, I've talked to Craig. Jail does not seem fun. It does not seem like a good time. I'll pass. I also see the Seattle Mariners pitcher Hector Santiago was the first pitcher to be or first player to be ejected for sticky stuff. Now, did you see any of the uh any of the video of this? I did not see the video of this. So what's funny is, and I think even MLB Network was making fun of it, unless it was the, I forget where I was watching it. So they inspect the glove, and the home plate umpire clearly says there's something on both sides of the glove here. He gives it to the other umpires. They agree with them. They then, like, bag it like it's forensic evidence. Evidence, DNA evidence. They've got to now take a look at this, and they're going to explode. I mean, give me a break. It's, it's really goofy. Right, they put it in an evidence bag. Yeah, so he's saying it was nothing more than rosin. And sweat. And he believes when the scientists look at it, that he'll be cleared. <laughs> we uh, can no longer investigate the Long Island serial killer case as we're checking Hector Santiago's glove right. for DNA evidence. We're putting resources towards a mitt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to funny. see if it's if there's anything other than rosin and sweat. But yeah, so he's suspended now 10 days without pay. Wow. Yeah. I believe it's without pay. I'm I thought pretty it, sure. Actually, I thought it was with pay. Was it? I remember when they initially. What's the point then? Right, exactly. When they initially put the rules out, it was 10 days with pay. Really? Yeah, which doesn't make you know any what? sense. Now that you're saying that, I feel yeah. like we made fun of that. Yes. That's a very good point. It was very odd. I'm taking a look here just to make sure because now I'm confused. But like, let's say this, let's say it was just rosin and sweat when they do the DNA forensic evidence. They pulled the guy out of the game. They did pull him out of the game. Exactly. Um, That's not fair. Six pitchers. Now, the umpire said that it was, quote, unquote, it was very noticeable, the sticky stuff, that it wasn't just this, like, small amount. It wasn't trace evidence, Jerry. There was DNA all over the place. This is why it's going to the lab. It's got to go right to the lab. (laughs) Uh, Now, So now you've got uh, Scott Service said. Who's he? (laughs) Who the hell are you, Scott Service? (laughs) 
He's their manager. Oh. Um, <laughs> the Mariners manager? Yeah, he said no suspension until the glove is examined. Oh, okay. All right. And Santiago says, no doubt I'll be cleared. So we'll see. Put this put this pitcher's mitt next to the serial killer knives. <laughs> it's so stupid. <laughs> and it really bloody is. sheets from a murder. It re- the whole thing is just crazy. It re- whatever. I heard a weird thing about Seattle, the city. Okay, you were there. I was there one I was there one time. All right. What about it? I, you should be good. I heard this on the news. That uh, I think it was on 880. Okay. They were talking about the the heat wave coming and yeah. that sort of And they go only 30% of all homes in Seattle have air conditioning. Is that true? Does it not get hot in Seattle? Well, it rains a ton. Let's see what goes on. And their there. summer season is probably very short, I would think. Seattle I was there in the summer. I don't know. Summer season. Well, Minnesota, but not for nothing, Al. It gets very warm in Minnesota, but their winters are very long. As you know, you can be freezing in May. Oh, you're right, Jerry. Uh, July and August, their high is 72 degrees. Wow. They don't need uh, So why would you spend the money then on the air conditioning? I feel like I would love to have air conditioning no matter where I am. What if it gets a little moist? Like, I put the air conditioning on Friday or Saturday. It It was only 70, but it was like... Moist. Ceiling humid. fans. It was humid. Ceiling fans. You don't have ceiling fans. I just go buy an oscillating fan then. <laughs> They're not an expensive. oscillating fan, Jerry? Yeah. Or go get a window fan. Your windows? I, I know you got windows. the big deck window. I do have windows. So I can get a window fan. That's not a bad idea, Jerry. Get the air moving in there. Yeah, that's all. And so you have a little moisture running through, yeah. your, <laughs> through your body. All right, one final break. You got to talk to us about something, and then we'll come back and wrap things up. Are you suggesting window fans for the condo I've been in for just over a year, a year now? Bam, yes. The condo that's already worth more than I paid for it? Yeah, that's right, Jerry. It's worth more in just a year's time. So stop paying rent. Build equity with Carney Bank. They make the entire mortgage process very easy. Visit CarneyBank.com slash mortgages to learn more. Rates are still low, and you do not need to put down 20%. Go with Carney Bank. That's CarneyBank.com slash mortgages. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. All right, I, do th- I think this might be very good timing. When we oh. come back, Boomer will join us. But right now on Odyssey Sportsman, at Amy Lawrence on baseball having no mercy. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. Right, a couple more minutes till we get to the top. Yankees lost yesterday. Mets uh, lost yesterday as well. Al. Warm-up show brought to you by Carney Bank, your bank for today. For tomorrow, visit CarneyBank.com for details. Jerry, let me give you a quick buzz, no buzz. Oh, uh, we haven't done buzz, no buzz in a while. It's a quick buzz, no buzz. I give you a topic, Jerry. Yes. You tell me whether there is a buzz around this yes, uh, news it. or whether there is really no buzz okay. around this news. Yes. What's the buzz? Tell me what's happening. What's the buzz? Tell me what's happening. Nice. Dallas Mavericks hired Jason Kidd to become their head coach. Buzz, no buzz. Here, no buzz. In Dallas, buzz. I'll tell you the buzz. What about here? nationwide? Buzz, no buzz. No. No buzz. Na- no, I think that's a local story. I'll tell you Local buzz only. Here's buzz in New York that has nothing to do with New York. Okay. Chauncey Billups being hired in Portland. There's buzz here. Because it very well mean Damian Lillard coming here. Because he doesn't like Chauncey Billups. He's not happy with that move. Why does he not like him? I, that I don't know. But who cares? If you're a Nick fan, who cares why? If you can get him here, get him here. I actually was reading 
briefly something about uh, who's the coach? Bill first line. Yeah, it was within the first paragraph for <laughs> yes. sure. Yeah, uh, something Billups. about uh, Chauncey Billups has some sort of uh, thing in his past that uh, Willard is not fond of. Okay, I don't know what that is. I'll have to yeah. take a look. Uh, Google that. There's shit. certainly something though. Something. Going and Damian on. Lillard was not happy with that choice. So you think that has more buzz? hundred percent here. Here, because I think there is a legit shot that the Knicks get Damian Lillard in the next couple of weeks. Is that right? I do. I really do. I think they've got the number one draft picks to give up, and they've got talent to give up. And buzz? you think Knicks yeah. fans would like that? Oh my God! If you team up Damian Lillard with Julius Randle, yeah, ah, uh, yeah, buzz. But all of a sudden, you know, going to go get a third superstar? Go get him. So you would say buzz for that. Here buzz. is Luke Voigt, and he buzz. hits one to right down the line toward the wall. She's gone. The Subway Series is coming to Yankee Stadium this weekend.